Hi, I'm Stephanie Harrison, and you're listening to the New Happy Podcast. Today, we are talking about an analogy that I hope will be helpful as you think about how you want to create your new happy life. And I hope it will give you some insights and tools to take action towards it. The analogy is to think of your life as a quilt. So we've all seen a quilt, I'm sure, but just in case, quilts are made by stitching different layers of material together. Most of us recognize them by their distinctive patterns, squares, images, scenes. Quilting as we know it has been around for ages and different cultures have contributed different styles. One paper I found says that there are examples of quilts from as early as the 35th century BC, and the earliest surviving piece of quilt was found in a Mongolian cave tomb and dates from the first century BC. It's pretty cool. So imagine that your life is like a quilt. It is slowly stitched together over time, created from your unique experiences, decisions, and learnings. Your birth, childhood, and adulthood is represented all the way up to the current moment by certain squares and patterns and images. Your life lessons are there. The people you've loved and built relationships with are there. Your pain and joy is there. Your quilt is dynamic and ever-evolving because as you grow, you're adding more stitching and patterns. You're expanding it. You're making it your own. Take a minute now and picture it in your mind's eye. What color is the square representing this current moment? Are there shapes on it? Is it bedazzled with something fun like glitter? What about some of the meaningful events of your past? And when you zoom out, what does it look like? Analogies can be very helpful tools for helping us to navigate complexity and leading us to greater insight and wisdom. For those of us with bad eyesight, if you remember what it was like when you got your first pair of glasses, how everything came into focus, or when you put on your 3D glasses at the movies, a good analogy can serve us in much the same way. It changes the way that we see something, which leads us to new perspectives and insights that were simply impossible to experience before. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to use this quilt analogy in your own life, giving you some practical tools to help. And specifically, I want to use it to help us to think through three big questions that many of us grapple with in our cultivation of happiness. The first big question is... Who am I? 
this is the ultimate big question, right? It's the one that we've been pondering since we could ponder. To help answer this, go back to that image in your mind's eye of your quilt. You encompass your experiences, but you're so much more than that too. You're also what you've done with those experiences, how you've changed, how you've grown, what you've learned. You are who you have loved and who has loved you. You are the gifts that you were born with, the strengths that you have cultivated, and the good that you have shared with the world. You're more than all this too, because you're the way these things come together in an utterly unique combination. We come into this world already utterly unique, and from then on, every choice we make leads to greater differentiation. And you are always, always capable of growth, change, healing, and new possibilities. If there is a part of your quilt that is a source of pain or sorrow, you can go back and work on it, changing it to help you move forward with peace and joy. You can update your quilt. You can add new patterns and squares. And you are always poised on the cusp of what's possible. You are completely perfect in all of your unique humanity. Let's hear from new happy member Sam, who describes this so beautifully. Hi, my name is Sam. I'm from Brooklyn. When I first saw your post with the uh, quilt idea, I thought it was super awesome. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the tapestry thinking theory pioneered by Nalini Nadgarni. So essentially, uh, it is a way to think about intersectionality and in where every piece of your identity, the things you've experienced, who you are, come together to weave a beautiful tapestry. So for me, I'm a young woman, environmentalist, yogi, advocate, queer, white, uh, spiritual, you know, all these different parts of me that make me so unique and create this pattern that, you know, you can only, only find uh, made, made by Sam. Building upon what Sam says, we can honor these individual parts of ourselves and at the same time, we can also step back to see that it is a coherent whole. We are whole just as we are. We are this masterpiece, the entire quilt. Doing this, being able to integrate the different parts of ourselves into a bigger picture, is something that psychologists call coherence. Many researchers have found that optimal psychological health and well-being result from the integration of these different aspects of your personality. People who are highly integrated describe themselves as being more self-actualized, feeling like they are their best selves. They are more vital, they are more open to their own experiences, and empathetic to other people's experiences. 
they also have higher subjective well-being. There are a few areas that tend to trip us up as we're pondering this question of who am I? So frequently, we answer this question by comparing ourselves to other people or to some idealized standard of ourselves. When we think about ourselves as a quilt and we compare our quilt to someone else's, we can see the limitations and really the irrationality and silliness of this strategy. One glance at two quilts shows you that it's impossible to compare two things that are so different. Another thing that often happens in the process of comparison is that we forget that we are all human beings. We get so caught up on the particulars of this person has something in their square that I don't, or their quilt is different in these ways. And we forget that we're looking at a tapestry of a human life that is so similar to our own, even though it's different. We are all cut from the same cloth, and we all experience pain and joy and sorrow, connection and hope and love. The quilt gives us an opportunity to zoom out and to see the truth. We are utterly unique, and yet we are so, so very alike. When we can grasp that truth, the need to compare evaporates, and the desire to help and love arises. We can embrace ourselves in all of our uniqueness, loving others for what we share and how we are different. The other thing that can happen when we're trying to figure out who we are is we get tied up in trying to make a quilt that pleases somebody else. And we forget that that person doesn't live in our home. They don't have to look at the quilt every day. Maybe they tell us that they don't like the colors we've chosen, that it should be red and yellow instead, or that the pattern doesn't please them, that it's not good enough. And then we torture ourselves trying to change it, to make it perfect. This is old happy at work, asking us to change who we are to conform because we believe that this will make us happy. The thing to remember here is that it's your quilt. It's here for you to fall in love with. It's your life. It's yours to make your own. We do not need to change ourselves in order to please others. We want to embrace who we are and become even more of ourselves. The second question that many of us grapple with how do I get through this challenge I'm going through? It is inevitable that we will all face challenges and experience pain in our lives. Using this quilt analogy can help us to think about and cope with those moments more effectively. Life hands us a patch of fabric that we don't really want. 
or we really, really, really don't want like an illness, a bad job, an injury, a loss, a breakup, an accident, a traumatic experience. It's horrible and it's unfair and it shouldn't have happened to you or to anyone else. What do we do? What do we do with this experience? It's not something that we can just throw out. Life handed us this patch and is insisting that we do something with it. One thing that we can learn from this analogy is that we don't have to take the patch as it is. We can do something with it. We can take the raw material of this present moment and do what we can to make it beautiful, to integrate it into the rest of our quilt, and to learn from it. Thinking about challenges in this way can help us to experience a greater sense of agency over our lives, which is a really important ingredient in well-being. Agency is the belief that you have control over your life and that your actions matter. Studies have found that people who are high in agency have greater psychological well-being, physical health, resilience, and lower stress. It also creates a positive upward spiral because these people are more able to motivate themselves to take action toward their goals even when things are hard. And when they do that, it reinforces their belief that they have control in their lives. We can't control when life hands us a patch that we really, really don't want. But we can, with effort, support, and wisdom, decide what we do with it, how it integrates into our narrative, and how we move past it. If you're going through something challenging right now, ask yourself, in this patch, what is in my control and what isn't? And where am I currently focusing my energy? It sounds so simple, but most of us tend to spend most of our energy on what we can't control. Identifying even the smallest things that we can do in facing this challenge can help us to build this sense of agency and in turn make an enormous difference in our ability to weather these challenging patches. I want to share a story from one of our new happy members about how she is thinking about her challenges using this analogy. Hi, my name is Emily. I live in South Africa, Johannesburg. Um, so to me, life as a quilt kind of means patching up different parts of your life that need help or you build up different parts of your life to where you want to get. Um, and right now my life is currently a bit lonely, uh, feels a bit sad, I guess. I'm currently recovering from an eating disorder. I have a hard time making friends. I tend to compare myself quite a lot and 
what I want my quilt to look like would be having lots of friends that understand me, good relationships with people, good relationship with food, myself, my body, and just doing what I love without comparing myself to others, without worrying about what others will think of me. And I'm working towards this by working with people, obviously, at my therapist. And I'm trying my best to make friends. I'm trying to interact with people. And I'm trying my best to not compare myself to other people as much as I possibly can. It is very hard, but I'm trying my best. And that is all I have to say. Thank you to the new Happy Co. because you guys have helped me a lot. And that brings us to our third and final question. What is my purpose? New Happy members know that our philosophy argues that the purpose of life is to help other people using your gifts. And the quilt can help us here too. The first way that we can find purpose is focus on creating our own unique, beautiful quilts that honor who we are, just like we've talked about, and then sharing them with others. In our analogy, this means we can use our quilts to help keep other people warm. We can take what we have learned, who we are, and use it to make a difference in the lives of others. Whether it's telling our story, doing things to support them, or simply being there for them as a fellow human being, keeping someone else warm with our quilt is a beautiful way to live your purpose. We can also use what we have learned in specific patches to help other people. In doing so, we're able to transfigure our hurts into healing for other people. We can help other people to get through a similar challenge. We can try to prevent that challenge from happening to people in the future or just sharing what we've learned. You can make a real meaningful difference in someone's life. We can even do this if we're still navigating that patch. When we step back and take a broader perspective on the challenge that we're facing and ask ourselves, how can we transform this into service? We can make it much easier to cope and persevere through the hard times that are happening right now. I love this story from one of our new happy members about how she is using the quilt analogy to help her think through meaning and happiness in her life. Hi, this is Caitlin in Chicago, and I am not a quilter, but my great-grandmother was, and I own several of her quilts. And my quote-unquote favorite is, of course, her most beautiful quilt, but it never gets used. So the ones that get used are the crazy quilts that do not match. They're just scraps of fabric. They can be falling apart sometimes because it doesn't matter if someone gets food on it or if the dog throws up on it or if it needs to get thrown in the washing machine. And these are quilts that are made out of mismatched fabrics, just scraps from other sewing projects. 
and you can read the narrative of my great grandmother's life through these scraps. And I want the quilt of my life to be like that and to have a clear narrative for other people to see, but to be useful, to be a story that other people look at and say, wow, I can wrap myself in this and learn from it. Um, and I want it to show my growth. I want it to be a story that shows that I continued to learn and change over time even if it looked really messy and ugly. So I don't want my quilt to be beautiful, um, but I want it to be useful and to have a story of change and growth written throughout it. Another way we can find our purpose is going outward and asking, who needs my help? Something that I discovered in my research that I just loved is that people used to approach quilting as a communal activity. Everyone in a family or a community would come together and all work together on a quilt, often doing this to commemorate a life event like a marriage. They would sit together and all work on one piece of fabric. We can find purpose by showing up to help other people with their quilts whether they need help with the challenging patch they're struggling to navigate, to hear them talk about their feelings, to honor them as they go through a big life event, to witness their joy and happiness. In showing up to help other people with their quilts, we also end up adding more beautiful patches to our own quilt, too. Who in your life might need a little bit of help with their quilt right now. And how can you support them? Answering this small question can help you to experience more purpose and meaning right now. I hope this analogy has helped you and brought a new insight or tool for you as you consider how to craft your own new happy. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.